0: Gotta
1: talk about it. Yay, yay, yay.
0: A very, a very, a very serious discussion today. Let's talk about it. We got a lot to talk about right here at KBLA Talk 1580 Middays with Danny Morrison. Usually today is uh, another Flex Friday where we uh, let our head down and discuss things that may come across as being a little more trivial and superficial, but highly important nonetheless. But today, today's topic is far from trivial. I've been sitting on this show for almost three days now, and I figured I might as well get it off my chest. The subject matter is something that you all are fully aware of, and I believe it's time we finally yanked the Band-Aid off the scar. You know, potentially off the star. I'm talking about Kanye West. Yeah. Yay. Jesus, Yeezy. Even though his behavior in the last couple of weeks has made us all pretty queasy. Unless you've been living under a rock or stranded on a deserted island somewhere in the Pacific, you're probably fully aware that Kanye West has been quite on quite the tear on Twitter over these last few days. Yes, he and Kim Kardashian have gone their separate ways and are currently in the midst of a divorce, but Kanye seems to be having a tougher time with the transition. Just like last week, in the interest of time, it will be impossible for me to take you through the entire timeline of what is going on with Kimye, because we will be here until summer, breaking it all down. But here's a brief synopsis once again on what is happening within the world, or what was America's most high-profile couple back in February of 2021. Rumors started swirling that the marriage was over. TMZ was alleging that Kim was asking for joint legal and physical custody of their four children, and that Kanye was happy with this. With the couple deciding to co-parent together, To show that the couple was still cordial despite the imminent breakup, Kim and the kids attended listening events and shows of Kanye's, which seemed as though things were rocky but still healthy enough to coexist. And the couple even surprised us all by seemingly recreating their wedding vows. With Kim taking to the stage in a white dress and a veil, we started thinking, man, all is well. They just might stay together. That is, until we found out that the rumors were true. According to E! News, Kim Kardashian had actually officially filed for divorce from Kanye West on Friday, February 19th, after six years of marriage. The spouses agreed on joint custody for their four kids, North Saint, Chicago, and Somme, and neither Kim nor Kanye contested their prenup. And sources claimed that the split was very amicable, quote unquote. That is, until reality set in. Kim found someone. Quickly. No, it wasn't some big rapper, singer, talk show host, or world famous athlete. Shockingly, it wasn't even an African American. The man that would be king was none other than Pete Davidson. Yeah, from Saturday Night Live. A slightly funny and diminutive white man that had already boasted dating actress Kate Beckinsale and singer Ariana Grande with the latter being a woman he was actually engaged to for a short time. Yeah, we regular, talk, we regular folk look at Pete Davidson and always tend to ask ourselves the same question. How in the hell is this skinny, pasty, semi-funny, tatted-up cat gaining the attention of some of the most high-profile women in the world? We have no idea. <laughs> no, Miles, that's not it. But here's the thing. Kanye doesn't either. One of the most flamboyant and grandiose musical figures of our time is quite baffled by the fact that his estranged wife, who just so happened to be the fourth most Googled woman in the world for 2021, right behind Beyonce, Joanna Krupa, and Rihanna, was smitten by a man who has a net worth of $8 million when Kanye is a self-made billionaire with a B. He's flummoxed by the fact That he bought Kim a mansion with an all-white decor. And Kim was just excited to go out for a kiss and cuddle on a pizza and ice cream date with Pete. He's dumbfounded by the fact that he would regularly profess his love in front of 20,000 people at his concerts. And Kim was just happy to have a movie date in Staten Island to see the new Spider-Man movie. And he's flabbergasted. That his truck of roses on Valentine's Day didn't make, likely didn't make an emotional dent that he had planned for because Pete not only rented out the top of the Carlisle Hotel for his lady and filled the luxurious space with flowers and gifts, Pete also sent flowers to her family, with Chloe giving him love on social media for his efforts. And that is what is driving Kanye off the deep end. For the entire time that they were together, he thought that he could feed his ego and satisfy his wife at the same time. He thought that his narcissism and thirst for attention could be the perfect backdrop to gain adulation from his fa- friends and family simultaneously. Not knowing that perhaps all Kim wanted was to simply go home. Shut off the outside world sometimes. Order a pepperoni pizza. Snuggle up in bed. And maybe Netflix and chill. She already had all the fame. She already had all the money. She already had all her family. She now just wanted to settle in and live the rest of her life with a man that she could be free with. A man that will make her laugh. A man that smiles in freaking pictures. And a man that doesn't spend every waking hour of the day trying to formulate ways to get the attention of the zeitgeist. Sound like Donald Trump, don't it? Ironically. But things have gone way too far. And it's reaching critical mass. Once again, in the interest of time, I couldn't read all the posts and messages that are being revealed to the public that Kanye has shared because it would already be 2 p.m. by the time I'm finished. I would also love to tell you that there's a healthy back and forth taking place between both sides and incremental progress has been made. But the sad part of the story is that Kanye is actively in the process of battling only one person right now. That person is Kanye! And it's gotta stop. Right now. I'm sick of reading people on social media making excuses for this kid. Usually, people with the same skin color as me. Yeah, we've been referencing the death of his mom back in 2007 as the catalyst for his behavior and have mourned along with him. But let's not forget that this is a man that suffered a mental breakdown while on tour back in 2016. And would eventually be diagnosed as bipolar. He would also accuse the Kardashian family for trying to have him committed to a mental hospital and refuses to get help and take medication. I don't negotiate with therapists, remember? And this is exactly why we all should be paying attention to what is happening in real time. Because we are all involved. Whether you think so or not, we are all Involved, let me explain. Please listen to me now. Listen to me good. Because I couldn't be more serious right now. According to the narcissisticlife.com, whenever a narcissist is confronted, they will resort to what is referred to as narcissistic rage, which is described as explosive, passive aggressive, or denial. He or she may become enraged, deny everything, call you a liar, twist reality, blame you, and then play the victim. They become enraged because they believe they are perfect and beyond reproach. They cannot accept any sort of disagreement, criticism, or accountability for their actions. Narcissists react with narcissistic rage to narcissistic injury. Narcissistic injury is any threat, real or imagined, no matter how slight. To the narcissist's grandiose self-perception as perfect or omnipotent. They perceive every disagreement as criticism and every critical remark as abject humiliation. Narcissists desire perfection. So even the slightest challenge to that self-perception is seen as a threat. That's why Kanye moved across the street from Kim Kardashian. That's why he's coming up with nicknames like that D-Head. In Hillary Clinton's ex-boyfriend and skeet for Pete Davidson. That's why he has called for all his fans and followers to yell, Kim yay forever! Every time they see Kim and Pete out in public. And that's also why he posted, and I quote, Upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. End quote accompanied by a photo of actor Ving Rhames choking co-star Tyrese Gibson from the movie Baby Boy. Y'all remember that scene, right? This ain't no game. These are people's lives he's messing with right now. All it takes is one twisted Kanye stan out there to do something foul to Pete Davidson. One. It's also emotional warfare on Kim Kardashian. No matter what you think of her. She's simply trying to move on and live her life. Regardless of what you think of that woman, it was already reported that Kanye himself, that Kim believes that he's trying to kill her. That came from Kanye himself. You're probably sarcastically rolling your eyes right now and thinking that's not even possible, Danny. You overblowing this whole thing. Don't mind caring about any people. But here's the newsflash. Pay attention. The leading cause of death for women worldwide is domestic violence. Let me say that again. The leading cause of death for women worldwide is domestic violence. So don't sit in and tell me that, that that's not possible. Anything is possible, especially when mental health and broken hearts are a part of the equation. There have been many people online that are telling Kim to go and get a restraining order. Some are telling her to ask the judge to restrict Kanye's contact with the children by altering the visitation and or the custody arrangement. Others are telling her to refuse visitation with the kids and or move far away from the state of California. I have no idea what the solution is to this problem, but there's one big thing that I am concerned with. If Kanye has fallen off the rails in the situation we're in right now, what would his mental state be when the courts tell him that he can't see his kids? A man with that much influence, a man with that much money, and worst of all, a man with that much time. In conclusion, I want to ask that we all do our part in not allowing Kanye to make us a tool in his emotional warfare. It's become nauseating to me that he's using his fame and followers as his audience to not only gain sympathy for himself, but to also mobilize them all to do his bidding. It's sick to watch. My prediction all along is that this entire debacle can only end badly. And if I've ever wanted to be wrong, this is definitely one of them times. The hardest part of being a parent is that you can't stop the world from hurting your child. You can only be there to ease the pain. And my prayer all along has been that God somehow intercedes and gets Kanye to realize that he's harming the mother of his kids. Therefore, he's also harming his kids. I'm praying for you, King, no matter what. But that's just me. Tell me what you think, LA. Huh? I had to get that off my chest today. Are you afraid for this situation? Should Kanye's actions be a cause for alarm? The socials are on fire right now. I'll be reading those all day today, by the way. And are you one of those people that just simply couldn't care less? I see that on there also. Danny, we don't care about no Kanye and Kim. She did this to herself. She, 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 she. Seeing a lot of that today. Also, what should Kim's next move be? Should she get a restraining order? Should she move away? What would your next move be to protect yourself and to protect your family? And lastly, do you have any experience with narcissistic behavior? Perhaps experience with someone that is bipolar. If so, what methods did you use to calm down the situation? And were you ever able to? Maybe it's still ongoing. Holler at your boy. Your voice is the change. Your voice of the community. Your voice is on. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus, me and my midday partner in crime, Miles, will take your comments by the ecosystem of the social network. Check this out when we come forward. I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation today. This Kim and Kanye situation is new. But this is nowhere near a new situation. Men from generations far and wide have found themselves in situations where they were having trouble letting that one woman go. Some of y'all fellas know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why my seven series today is Seven Things Bitter Men Do Right After a Breakup. There's a lot of kings listening right now have gone way too far in the middle of losing their woman. I've seen it. Multiple times, actually. And I'll share some of those today. For the ladies' sake. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to Middays with Danny Morrison. It's the Flex Friday broadcast on unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. Miles, we got a lot to talk about. Let's ride, man.
1: Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. At KBLA Talk 1580, we are Black History. We're listening around the clock. the clock, and your time to be heard is right now. Now, welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580.
0: You just had to come in with a little Kanye track, up huh? really. And you go play the one song by Jesus. Racism. Come on now. All right, let's head right. Let's go. Uh-oh. God
1: show me the way
0: because the devil's trying to break me down. Ah, okay, enough.
1: You know the <laughs> <young and> restless, <laughs> restless,
0: I think that's part of the problem right there. By the way, Midtakes with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. I think part of the problem is Kanye never went and really got help. The mental breakdown, uh, the death of his mom, being diagnosed as bipolar, there's so many... Things that he's gone through over the last 10 years or so. He never went and got help. And I think that he turned to Jesus, which a lot of black people do. Because even some of the pastors in some of these black churches say, you don't need no doctor. Come on in, you need the Lord. So he turned to Jesus and thinking that he's all healed when obviously he's not. So you can play Jesus walks all you want. He needs to walk on over and see a doctor. That's what Man, he needs Jesus to- doesn't work? Come on now. What are you saying, Dan? That's not what I said. Come on now. Lord, I ain't said Lord. Lord, you know I ain't said that. But is it not true? Notice he went really religious after all of his problems. And I know a lot of people do that. You know, when cats go to jail, all of a sudden they know every book of the Bible. I understand. But at the same time, you got to go get some help. And he has yet to do that. Go get some help. You know what? God created that building too. That clinic you need to go see, God built that too.
2: Telling me Kanye's never been to a therapist?
0: I think he's been. Remember, he he admitted that he did. Okay. You're telling me he's never been on medication? I'm telling you he's been on medication and stopped taking it voluntarily. Okay. So, he obviously needs something. And I can tell you from personal experience, have a family member kind of in the same situation. Got on that medication, said it made her too cloudy. She, she, She didn't feel like herself every day. Stop taking it. Needs it. Boy, does she. But... I don't know what it feels like to take that kind of medication. What I do know just from the outside looking in, he needs something. Jesus, Jesus. ain't enough. Sorry. Jesus. Jesus ain't enough.
2: Jesus ain't enough?
0: Jesus, you heard what I said. Jesus ain't enough. Okay. Jesus wants you to go to the doctor too. Okay? Don't let these churches baffle you into thinking that church is enough. It ain't. And we black people got to stop doing that. I just need the Lord. I don't need medical insurance. I just need the Lord. No. You need a doctor. Get there. Let's go to the phones, man. I don't know. (laughs) Go go, go to the phone. You you got more to say? Give me your height, your color, and your hood, whoever you you are. Hello? Hello. Hi. Give give me your height, your color, and your hood, queen.
3: I was gonna say i'm like I, I feel like that would already give away too much of it, but i um, I'll just say I'm tall enough okay and I'm, I'm alive enough my uh, my hood is the planet
0: uh she's from <laughs> planet Earth checking in miles get- <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh what's going on huh
3: so I'm listening to this conversation, and I'm going uh yeah, I think jesus jesus is a good start, and I think what people fail to realize is that the, the triggers uh, you know, you can get triggered at any time, and so I think what happens with Kanye is kind of he goes off his medication, and then he hits the trigger, uh, like this one, which is her, uh, you know, his, his quote-unquote woman being with somebody else, and realizing that it's actually over. Like I think that's the trigger, and a lot of people don't realize that's the most dangerous uh, point for a woman who is leaving a relationship is that time when the man realizes that he's not going to get her get her back and so in in similar ways like we, we see this with the abuse and the control because this happened to me mm. and when and we have a child together mm. and when he realized that you know because if you think about it kim how many times has she forgiven him
1: oh
0: god that's why people attacking her i go do you know how patient kim has been in those six years they were married
3: Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking chance after chance after chance. And so he was given the opportunity to change and chose not to. And somehow has managed to make himself look like the victim.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And so in my situation, my situation was pretty crazy. My situation was international and it was. One, in, in, at the end of the day, it's always about control, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it, 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 I, I had that freedom, we'd split up. It was like, oh, okay, you can you can go live your life now, but they want you to live the, your life in the way in a way that they can control it.
0: Yeah, live your life under my terms. Exactly. Yeah. So when and you say is so, when you say it's an international thing, you you uh, I'm trying to. Trying to be respectful of your privacy here. Um, <laughs> let's be let's be very careful. Um, are you saying that you and your child had to leave another country in order to escape that situation? Is that what you are saying?
3: Yeah, that is exactly what I am saying. And you know, we if, and, and similar things happen in the U.S., right? If people want to leave state, you know, state to state, but in in my situation, I was almost being held hostage in another country for quite some time, and I tried to make it work to the tune of seven years mm. of trying to make it work. And meaning, meaning I did the forgiving and I did the work and they were supposed to be doing the work, doing the therapy, much how Kanye I'm sure promised again that he was going to do the work and do the therapy. Right. And so she kept giving them those chances, but then he apparently didn't do the work. And so when it finally came time to say, you know what, you're just trying to loop me into something and I can't live my life this way. And also, we got to remember, like, he's making this about the children and his family, but this isn't about that.
0: Nope. Not at he all.
3: not about that. He, it's about her. It's about him trying to control her. Because if, he really, if it was really about the children, he would want her to be happy, and he would want to find his own sense of happiness. And so, in my situation, I felt so much guilt. Only up until the point when I realized it was damaging my child's self-esteem. Because I had to weigh, do I take my child away from their father? Do I cut those ties to protect my child? And does that make me a bad mom? Right. If I do that, right? Because if she she puts out a restraining order, because a lot of people are saying, like, you should do a restraining order. The minute she asks for a restraining order, guess who's the vic- the victim's
0: going to be then? I didn't even think about that. That is so true. She becomes the aggressor the minute she goes to the court and files any paperwork against him. Exactly. That is so true. So let me ask you, and, what would you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? You, th- this is this is an uh, an unsustainable situation we're living in right now. You can't continue as we're going. He is falling off the deep end in real time in public, like you just said. You gotta do something. Mm-hmm. If you're Kim, you you drop your kids off right now with him?
3: Well, that's the thing. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so I don't know what kind of consult, you know, consultation she's getting from her lawyers, but it's not healthy for the it's not healthy for the kids because quite honestly, he's unpredictable. And this is the kind of situation where it's the, like, if I can't have you, no one will. Mm-hmm. I will destroy you. I will destroy the kids kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And so she needs to be very careful about this because in her mind, she wants to make sure that she ha- he has this relationship with the kids. But obviously, it's not a healthy relationship. But if you have everybody in the – because it has become now a court of public opinion, yep. right? Yeah. So we have everybody, you know, so she might be feeling pressure to put her kids back in that
0: situation. From the kids too, not just from at- the public though, from the kids too. You downgrade their time right. with their father in any way, they're going to blame mom. Right. Oh my god. This is a it's a tough situation. It is. And that's why I want people to feel sympathy for Kim Kardashian, and I know that's tough cuz there's there's people out there cannot stand that woman. Just looking on social media last night, I saw so many disparaging remarks about that woman. I go, "Why do y'all hate this girl so much cuz she dating brothers? Is that what it is? Is that the only reason you hate Kim Kardashian? She is being attacked in public right now. A woman everyone hey, on I- earth should sympathize with that situation. Well, it's, it's, it's almost like
3: we've forgotten the fact that these are humans, but there's humanity, that she is a human being, like regardless of what people think of her, right? Like she's a human being who's a mother who's trying to do what's best for her kids, which means some level of stability.
0: Mm. That's it. Stability. And she's got to be. St-
3: providing any kind of stability.
0: And she's got to be stable for her kids. Yeah. That's the thing. She's got to raise these kids. If he's not going to be stable, if he's not going to go get help, medication, therapy, whatever, one of the parents got to be stable. He's trying to ensure that neither of them is stable.
3: Exactly. And she's trying to introduce, you know, a dating partner. Now, you can say whatever you want about Pete Davidson. But think about this. Any person that she tries to date, let's say she tries to date a nice, upstanding gentleman of the community, somebody that everybody would approve of. You think
0: Kanye would stand for that either? Nope. Nope. Wouldn't stand for nobody. As long as old boy got a penis. He ain't trying to say any man should be around his wife. I gotta go, Queen. Absolutely. I just want you to know. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate you coming being so transparent with the show. It's exactly what we needed. I want people to see, hear, feel, and 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 touch exactly what a lot of women are going through. So thank you so much and uh praying for you, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Where you stand on the Kanye and Kim incident? I don't know. It is an active incident. takes with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about.
1: K-B-L-A. Black LA's only destination for unarmed truth and unconditional love. The time for silence has passed. The time to speak is now, now. at KBLA Talk 158. Not just during Black History Month, but every day of the year. the year. How
0: could you be so cold as the winner Somebody need to take their own you know. advice. just remember that you talking to me though. You need to watch the way you talking to me. Though. gang gang. gang, gang. I mean, after all the things that we have been through. I mean, after all the things we got into. Hey I know what some things that you ain't told me. I did some things, but that's the old me, and now you want to get me back and you gon'
2: show me, so you walk around like you don't know me, you got a new friend, well I got homies, but in the end
0: it's still so lonely. And that's and crazy. Man, that's rather pathetic, right? Pathetic and prophetic at the same time.
2: That is prophecy.
0: That is prophecy, man. Wow. What do you rank 808s in Heartbreak on his list of albums? Still an A. Still an A not an A plus though. Still A plus, whatever you wanna call it. You A plus really. It's an incredible it? album. But it, do you rank it up there with Dark and Twisted and call it Dropout? Kanye up until
2: right up until like maybe Life of Pablo.
0: Yeah. Had a perfect catalogue. Which by the way is his weakest album, by the
2: way. I think so.
0: Yeah. I think
2: it's a perfect catalogue.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt.
2: But I think every album that he's put out besides maybe besides that one was an incredible uh, classic. Yeah. yeah,
0: there is nobody that has had How many albums does he have? Eight, nine? Like nine solo albums. Probably nine. Seven in Bad Boys are bangers. Just, and I'm glad that we're saying this right now. Because, you know, I had a couple people in my DMs right now saying, Danny's hating on Kanye. Danny always hating on Kanye. I'm not hating on Kanye. I'm hating on Kanye's actions. I think he's brilliant. It's one of the greatest of all time. But we cannot overlook the fact that he is doing some foul things. to His ex-wife, and now still current wife, by the way, and his family right now. That's the discussion that we have to have today. But I've been so disappointed with us kings and queens, though, over the last few days. Like, we always voluntarily thrust ourselves into trauma. Have you noticed that? We voluntarily throw ourselves right into trauma. Go get her, Kanye! Go fight for your family! Go Go get your wife and kids, Kanye. Shoot. Don't let that white boy be your baby daddy. Go. No. Why do we do that? I don't understand. And then let's not forget, there's another side, too, to this whole thing. Like, you need to leave that poor woman alone. You need to get back on your medication to get some help. And of course, the old faithful. Kanye, crazy. That, I'm surprised that hasn't started trending over the last couple days. Kanye crazy. How many times have you said that? We've all said it. Matter of fact, remember Barack Obama said it. Remember? No, he didn't say he was crazy. He said he was an a-hole is what he said. I take that back. Right? So here's the thing. I've... I'm never going to place myself in a position to call anyone crazy. Matter of fact, I've had a moratorium on that word on this show because I don't want us being so frivolous with a term that I think really dehumanizes a person. To call someone crazy, especially an entire community that struggles with our mental health the way that we do on a daily basis. That's just not my thing. I believe that we in the African-American community have been using that term too liberally for generations, and it's got to stop. Kanye's not crazy. Kanye is suffering from some mental health issues. Big difference. Wait, what? Wait, wait. You disagree? Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I'm <laughs> a need, following. Yeah, okay. He needs professional help. And just chalking this whole thing off, writing this whole thing off as actions from a crazy person. I'm doing air quotes right now. Actions from a crazy person only minimizes the conversation. Because that's what we do. Crazy things happen, you know. Matter of fact, we had an ex-president that was exactly the same way. Taking our democracy, it's funny how i always morphing into Donald Trump, ain't but, <laughs> but there's a whole lot of similarities. It's narcissism, y'all watching us. There's a whole lot of similarities, huh? On how Kanye was, you know, kissing the ring of Donald Trump in the Oval Office, remember? Rocking that hat, member? Remember? whole lot of similarities between them cats. So they do the most outlandish things all the time, right? And then it becomes normalized because things are so crazy. You know, early on, like 10 years ago, not even a long time ago, 10 years ago, if some of the things that Trump and Kanye were doing, we would have been like, oh, my God. Cops would have been at the door. 2022, it's a different deal. Now these outlandish things happen. And we chalk it up to crazy. Meanwhile, lives are at stake. In both instances, by the way. Yeah, that's not hyperbole. It happens. And when we just chalk things off as, you know, this is just craziness, these just acts from crazy paces. It it denies us the opportunity to have a real discussion about how African-American men need to take their mental health seriously. That's why this discussion is so important. We can't just every single time, Kanye or any other African-American man, I don't want to talk about toupee fiasco. He's a lost cause. It looks like he might be going to jail. We'll see. But as far as African-American, the kings out there are concerned. It's a conversation that we need to have. And in a very small way, it's kind of refreshing to see this happening in public. I can't lie. It gives us an opportunity to have this discussion. Literally every African American listening to my voice right now got a member in your family that is on the edge. True or false? Every single one of us, man. It could be someone born a certain way. It could be via trauma. You know who? Who knows? But you got somebody in your family that is struggling with their mentals, right? And we never know what to do. We don't want to say nothing. We don't want nobody down the street finding out. We got we got somebody in our family that, you know, maybe having some mental issue. We don't want them to find out. We don't want them calling us crazy. We don't want them saying, hey, you can go get you a crazy check. Remember, we used to say that all the time. You can go get you a crazy check. Remember? That was a joke in the black community for years. Remember? And we just don't know how to navigate through these situations. You know what I'm saying? When the truth is, we got to stop running away from therapy, man. What was it? Kiara's got that book? What's the name of Kiara's book? It's called Black People Need Therapy Too or something. I, I don't know. If you're listening, Queen, call in and let me know. But Kiara from the Donna Meachie Show, she's like, she's got that book, Black People. No, it's called Therapy's Not Just for White People. That's what it's called. Facts. Facts. You want to know why there's so few mental health professionals that are African American in this country? Because we ain't going to get mental help. That's why. And 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 it's even more shocking and jarring. I tell you what, on the other side, I got some stats you need to hear, okay? So I'm a website called therapyforblackmen.org. Shocking stats that you won't believe. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. We've also got a 7 series. I'll drop that before the end of the show as well. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about you. So I guess we just pray like the Miles in there losing his mind. You are a Kanye Stan. So you ain't no fan. You a, a Stan. You know what? You know what one of my favorite uh, features from him is? What you know about that slum village selfish? Ooh. Ooh. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We got, if, if you could blaze that up for the end of the show, that verse that Kanye drops on that song.
2: I, I'll see if we got a clean one.
0: It's them bars, bananas, man. Like I used to just play that over and over. Like, oh my God, I'm falling, baby. I'm. Sorry. It's wait till y'all hear it if we can find a clean. Yeah, you're right. It's gonna be tough to find a clean one of that. But uh, today we are discussing the Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian troubles and the way in which mental health is playing a factor in their separation and likely plays one in a lot of hours in the black community. By the way, I want to get to these stats, but I want to read some, uh, some of our socials again, since so many people are checking in. Uh, Dwayne Cofield, what's up, kink? He said uh, he used to be called Dirty Mac and some shady stuff. Ah, Okay, (laughs) Devon Davis Howard said, I just made a post about this yesterday. As someone who has been stalked and harassed, I am appalled by people thinking this is funny or acceptable. Regardless of how you feel or perceive the parties involved, this whole thing is so disturbing. Facts. Mo Lachey said, people are making fun of him, but it's a serious issue. Mental health issues are not a joke. I pray he seeks help and I pray everyone involved stays safe and aware. And let me get a couple more. Ah, let me get three more. here. Katricia said Kanye already has a history of erratic behavior and doesn't stick to his treatment plan for his mental health. He could really be a danger to himself, Kim, and other, and their children. If anyone needs a conservatorship, it's Kanye. We're watching him unravel, and it's only a matter of time before something devastating occurs. I hope he gets help and sticks with what works. To stay sane... And healthy. Tiffany Garcia said, It seems as if he feels she's his property since they had kids together. Him sending her a truckload of roses on Valentine's Day or any day for that matter is honestly disturbing to me. I get a restraining order until he can get some sort of help. The kids are going to suffer mentally and emotionally from all this and could potentially end up with mental illness due to the behaviors surrounding them. Yeah. And one more. He's gaslighting her from Shundria Jones Brewer. He's gaslighting her, harassing her, and having manic behaviors. The mental abuse he's inflicting on her is disgusting. He's been off his rocker for some time now, and he has the money to get the best help for himself. Unfortunately, he will not. She needs a protective order, and to tighten her security, I would also file for supervised visits with our children until he's met certain criteria with his mental health. There's nothing funny about this situation at all, and it's how women end up dead. Facts. All facts. And for people to assume, they they are wrong. And there's a whole lot of assuming. You know what happens when you assume, right? See, not all over social media. Oh, no, he's just going through it right now. Well, you know, his mama, when his mama passed away, that's what... Oh, look, we've been holding on to that for a long time. We have. I'm sure he's still affected by it. Losing a parent is traumatic. You never get over it. Ever. But how long are we going to hold on to that? Hmm? Here's the other side of this whole thing, too. Where's the responsibility? Seriously. As that queen just said in the thread, you got the money. You got the resources. You got the time. Why not just go get help? Why? You want to know why? Because he will tell you that he doesn't need it. And that is where the rubber meets the road, as they say. If you're dealing with someone that will never cop to the fact that they need help, that is why there's a problem. And that is why somebody, some entity, some source, some... Somewhere might have to be law enforcement, might have to be some legal representation. I don't know. Somebody going to have to change something. There's going to have to be some sort of shift of some sort to get things back on track. And unfortunately, feelings going to have to be hurt in the process. That's just the way this goes down. If you have someone needing help, but they refuse to say that they do, you got to do what you got to do. How many of you listening right now has someone in your family with a drug problem? And they refuse to tell you that they do. They refuse to go and get help. I don't need no help. Meanwhile, they stealing your television. I don't need no help. I'm good. I could quit if I want to. Heard it all, huh? If they refuse to do what's best for themselves and you and the family, all parties involved, I implore you to do what you have to do and let the chips fall where they may. It's the way it goes down. I know I said in my opening monologue, like, I don't know. I don't know how he will react if uh, you know you go to court and he's got to have supervised visits or you keep his kids away from him and etc. Cetera, et cetera. You know what I say? Uh, you got to take that chance. You got to take that chance as a mother or a father, whatever your situation is, whoever you are, whatever you, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through. Cause it could be a, uh, an ex boyfriend, girlfriend, ex wife, or husband. Maybe it's a substance abuse issue. Maybe your ex husband has a serious drinking problem. Maybe he's got five DUIs on his record and you left him because of that abuse problem. Right? You dropping your kids off? You dropping your kids off tonight? They going to Dave and Buster's with him? You putting them in the car? Go on, take off. Dave and Buster's tonight. Y'all have fun? Really? I'm here to tell you, sometimes feelings, you you can't be worried about feelings. You got to do what you got to do. So I don't know Kim Kardashian, even a little bit. Here's what I would say. That is their father. Make no mistake. Please do not let them lose contact with their father. There are enough African-American children that have no contact with their fathers. Please don't let these four be a part of that group. That being said, you better protect yourself right now. You better do what you got to do. Because you sure you want to go load them beautiful kids into the car? and drop them off right now? You sure? Are you sure? I don't like putting things into the atmosphere because I really believe that words matter. But these situations happen all the time to where tragedy happens. Y'all watch them shows all the time? Y'all be watching Dateline NBC? Y'all be watching 48 hours? Y'all be watching Snapped? How many other shows they got on? These situations happen all the time. And I know a lot of people are like, oh it's a celebrity, he's got a lot of money, you know. Those situations, not. Nah, these are like regular folk that you see on no show. Really? When mental health is part of the discussion, all bets are off. All bets are off. Matter of fact, let me read these stats to you. According to therapyformen. therapyforblackmen.org, excuse me, um, African Americans are 20% more likely to have serious psychological distress than whites are. Among men aged 18 to 44 who have had daily feelings of anxiety or depression, non-Hispanic black and Hispanic men 26.4 were less likely than non-Hispanic white men 45.4 to have used mental health treatments. Suicide is the third leading cause of death for African American males ages 15 to 24. African American men aged 20 to 24 have the highest suicide rate among African Americans of all ages, male and female. African American teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than are white teenagers. Young African-Americans are much less likely than white youth to have used a mental health service in the year during which they seriously thought about or attempted suicide. Huh? How many times we've we been tossing that nonsense around too? black people don't commit suicide. How many times you've been saying that? Who been saying that garbage? Black people don't commit suicide. That ain't a black thing. That's, that's white people stuff. Is it? I just gave you stats saying I'm uh, wrong. Tragic statistics, right? And here's why I give you these numbers. Here's why. Because this is very important, okay? I told you it's a very important discussion today, all right? And I'm serious. Right now, in real time, Kanye's going off the deep end. His wife is divorcing him. She's dating another man. A white man, by the way. A man that I'm sure he sees as a far lower option than himself. He has threatened Pete Davidson. He has called him out on a song, very mediocre song, but a song nonetheless. He has demanded that Pete not meet his kids. And Kim is allegedly scared to death. Huh? What happens? What happens next? Because let's be honest, hang on to the doctor. It's just not going to happen. So what happens when Kim makes the decision to finally, and I think it's coming, to go to the courts? What happens when she files a restraining order? What happens when she demands that that Kanye, here's the craziest part, yeah. What happens when she demands, let's say that the court proceedings are going on, and you ain't got to tell no judge, because I'm sure every single judge in America can see exactly what's happening publicly. What happens when she demands that Kanye receive a psych evaluation in order to spend time with the kids? Let me see that again. What happens when Kim demands that Kanye receive a psych evaluation in order to spend time with the kids? Which, by the way, likely I'm not a doctor, may go the wrong way. What happens if he refuses? Or worse, what happens if he fails? And check this out and listen closely. What happens when the courts determine that he can't see his kids? This is serious business we talking about here. It is. And that is why he is weaponizing social media to try and force the issue and get every per- person involved to conform to what he's going through. Because if she walks into the courthouse, things get messy Immediately even messier than they are now. And I know that's hard to understand or believe, but yeah, it can get far messier than it is now. So if you're going through a situation like this yourself, Queens, out there listening, you got to protect yourself and them kids. You got to do what you got to do. And saying, I got to, you know, I got to make sure that they stay connected to their father. Yeah, there's a way to do that. Supervised. Make sure that is supervised. And if dad says, I ain't doing no supervised visits, then I won't see him at all. That is his choice. That's his call. But at the end of the day, you got to say, I did everything possible to protect my kids. They love their father. I may even still love him too. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I got to do to protect my kids. And I think that's where Kim is. Wanna bet? Bet you in the next couple of weeks, two, three weeks there. If this continues, hopefully he'll back up. If it continues, she gonna do it. She gonna do the courts. Watch. That's my prediction. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. I'll tell you what, Um, on the other side, after news and traffic, I'll do some house cleaning. Uh, Really important house cleaning because we got another winner. We got another swag bag winner. I'll do some house cleaning and uh, we got a seven series that you need to hear. 1 800 920 1580. News and traffic right now. This is Middays with Danny Morrison. You're inside of Flex Friday on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there.
1: <laughs> Listen. Listen.
0: Y'all better give Kanye his early flowers. Early. Early flowers. <laughs> you think he wrote that? Probably. You think probably, yeah. Cause that right there, that's bars. That's Miles low-level bars. Right there, man.
1: Fire crazy, man.
0: That's just when you get the scrunchy face, how many times you been in the car, you listen to the song, you go, mm-hmm. every day. Every day, uh, when you listen to your music, I'm sure. <laughs> just mm-hmm. So I love when people say, I don't get the, the whole hip-hop thing. I was laughing so hard last night going down social media timeline. They were showing different pictures and videos of people that were watching the Super Bowl at country bars. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Upset, huh? <laughs> they were watching and seeing uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop on the TV in the background at a country bar and all of these just angry country white people <laughs> just upset. It's like, if you don't understand hip-hop... But people that don't say, I ain't even real music, it's like, man, them cats are poets, man. It it takes real talent to write them bars. It ain't as simple as they try to make it. The wordplay, the cadence, the metaphors, the I'm telling you, the real MCs know what I'm talking about out there. I mean, to be a real MC, Miles Lowe is a real MC. And I just love it, man. True hip-hop, I just love it. But uh, let's do a little house cleaning here. Uh, the Danny Moe Show podcast is live. You know how we do. Wherever you going this weekend. I don't care. You going to your mama's house, grandmama's house? How uh, You staying at the house? You know how you wake up in the morning on the weekend. You say, we going to clean. You know what would be the perfect accompaniment to clean the house this weekend? Uh, yay, West Music. I would disagree. I would say the Danny Moe Show podcast. That's all I'm saying. I'm, saying I'm that just That's I'm too. just putting it out there. That's all I'm I'm just putting it out there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, IOS or Android, download the KBLA app or go to KBLA1580.com, either or will suffice. Or you can just follow me on all socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Danny Mo Show. And uh, you can see the links that I post there on the regular. All right? Uh, Powered by Smiley Audio Media by way of Futuri Media from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to stream about. Also, get on our socials, man. We keep populating that bad boy to make sure we keep you informed, maybe make you smile. Our KBLA fun poll is very funny today. Okay. Who would you let go? The entire catalog if you had to. Pac, Kendrick, Cube, Snoop Dogg. Forever. Which catalog could you let go? Getting an answer. (laughs) Um, And while you're at it, download the KBLA app. Make sure you're checking that out. iOS Android. It don't matter. And speaking of the app. Today's winner of the KBLA Black History Month swag bag is Irma Washington. Irma Washington, Denzel's daughter. We're giving away a KBLA Black History Month swag bag every day this month. There's plenty of chances for you to win. What's the date today? 18th? You're running out of chances, though. Okay? All you got to do is download or open, if you've already got it, open the KBLA app, tell us who your favorite historical figure is for black history, and that's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Once you do that, you're automatically entered in to win a KBLA Black History Month swag bag full of some really cool stuff. Fire stuff, black telling you. So uh, download or open the KBLA app today for your chance to win. We'll be announcing winners on air every single day for Black History Month, as we've been doing, as you already know from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Okay. Is that every time? I think we got it. Oh yeah. Well, one more thing. Tamur is going down once again. You guys already know. The new KBLA Weekend lineup, huh? And uh, it's going down with Before You Go with Nicole Franklin and Brian Monte. Urban Family Focus with Gerald Smith. Areva Martin Out Loud. Legal Ends with Angela Redock Wright. Urban Wellness Now with Cynthia Brooks. The Backstory with Michelle Duffy. Cafe Mocha with Yo Yo, Lonnie Love and Angelique Perrin. Living in a Sweet Spot with Angelique Francis. KBLA's Lyric Lounge with Tasha Till and Ural. And let me, let me just say Tasha Till and Ural, you had me at Hello. Been checking y'all out a little bit more. I ain't gonna lie. That's my bag right there. Breaking down lyrics right there. You know, just like scientifically breaking down lyrics like that on what they're actually saying or what you interpret. It's just really a great show. I implore you all to check that out. Check out the whole lineup, actually. Craig Fax and Craig Smith, always making your bust up. Nova Time with Zoe Williams and Nick Hamilton. And, of course, the J. King Show. Of course, also, don't forget, uh, this is not a drill, Black Lives Matter, and the best of the State of Black Union, too. What what you need a TV for? When you get home, put a brick in the middle of your TV. All you need is the radio. That's it. Our Sunday, Saturday and Sunday lineup brings you empowerment in the morning, entertainment in the afternoon, heat all around, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is the new KBLA Weekend lineup from KBLA Talk 15 is that it? Can we get to the seventh Series? Bring me in, man. Let's get into the seventh Series
1: right now. Come on, let's go. One topic, 7 answers. Seven answers. It's time for the seventh series. Seven series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Talk about. Yes, sir.
0: Uh, this Kim Kanye situation is new, but this is nowhere near a new situation. Men from generations far and wide have found themselves in situations where they were having trouble letting that one woman go. That one that you miss so much. The one that you thought you was going to be with for a lifetime. That's why my seven series today is seven things bitter men do right after a breakup. There's a lot of kings listening right now that have gone way too far in the middle of losing their woman. I've seen it. Multiple times. And I will share today for the ladies sake. You want to join in, you know how we do. 1-800-920-1580. one 800 920 1580. Seven things bitter men do right after a breakup. Number one, he's a stalker. Come on. Come on. We've talked about that today with a couple of callers. Stalking is a real thing, right? He'll park up the block on you. He's in the parking lot at your job. He'll get on social media. He'll set up fake accounts, right? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Set them up. Try to flirt with you. Try to see if uh, you'll bite on something. Every step you take, he's watching you. Some men even go the extra mile. I ain't going to mention no names. <laughs> I know someone. Call a woman's job to get him in trouble. You ever seen that, Miles? Call a woman's job. Call over and over and over. And maybe calling and lying about them to their boss. You need to look. I heard she's stealing from the register. You might want to just keep an eyeball on her. I'm just saying. She was telling a friend of mine that she's stealing. Y'all might want to keep an eyeball on her.
2: Yeah. Snitching.
0: Snitch. It's not snitching. It's made up. It's <laughs> she's
2: saying so she's not really stealing.
0: She's not stealing. It's just making stuff up, trying to get her in trouble with the job.
2: Oh, I thought you were saying she really stealing. Okay. N- nah,
0: man. Well, let's oh, say man. she really was. You Come on. You going to call and tell them that she's doing it?
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's a violation
0: to, to snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Okay? Especially if she back there doing the dishes. But uh, that's the first thing bitter men do after a breakup. He stalks you. And yeah, I'm... I'm also saying it in jest, joking a little around, a little bit about this whole thing. But let's keep it real up in here. Stalking is a serious issue. Like it is. If you have a man, or even a woman, let's keep it real. But today we're talking about men. If you have a man that is following you, parking outside your house at night, it, it can get pretty scary. And things get really complicated, really, when there's babies involved. How far do you want to go if you have a man, an ex-man, Right. That is going off the deep end himself. And stalking you, following you. Calling you late at night, just really doing things and driving you crazy. How far do you want to take uh, uh, getting involved with law enforcement or otherwise when that is the father of your children? That's the question. It's like, "Ah, I can't put my baby daddy in jail. I can't, he hasn't hurt me, you know? He does not put hands on me. He's just in love with me. I got to call the cops on him? I don't want to, I'm, I'm going to put him in jail? I don't want to do that. I just want to back up. That is the gray area I've seen a couple times in my life with female friends of mine. I need this fool to stop calling me, texting me, coming by, showing up at my job, all that. I just don't want to, I don't want that on his record, you know? Because it's the father of my business. You know, 1-800-920-1580, 1580 one Seven things bitter men do right after a breakup. Here's number two. Oh,
1: History, is now, History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. Talk about.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> wow, midday, I'm, I'm beyond I do you the alley oop too. Not one of my faves. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, it's not. It's not. Midday's Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk, fifteen eighty. You know, if, if you think we're hating on Kanye, I, I think it's obvious we're showing you how big of fans we actually are. I mean, we just love the creativity of that kid. We, we even Donda, a Miles, and I were just talking about. Not his best album, still a strong album, though. Still a strong one. Uh, I wouldn't rank it in as top six. Still a strong album, though. Do I still bang it out like I was? No. Matter of fact, I haven't heard it in a couple months yet. <laughs> but um, when it came out, I was rolling that thing in a rotation all the time. When I first heard it, I went, that's eh, okay. It's not bad. But then you listen to it again, and you go, that's better than I thought. And then you listen again. And then you listen again. And then you listen again. Back to the seven series, though. Seven things bitter men do right after a breakup. Number one, he stalks you. Uh, here's number two. who can we get through this? I don't know. Uh, he tries to turn your kids against you. The only reason we ain't together is because of your mama. Your mom doesn't love me anymore. And here's the big one. We could still be a family if your mama would dump that new guy. Petty comments that unfortunately work on a kid. Men are foul for creating that kind of havoc in an effort to weaken a household that he likely failed at strengthening himself. And that's the second thing bitter men do after a breakup. Here's number three. He sleeps with anything that moves. Oh, man. Pay attention, ladies. Pay attention. All men. I said all men. Yeah, yo man too, have a list of women that they land in the... If I was single, category. All men. Your man, too. Your boyfriend, or even your husband, has a number of women on his list that he would immediately call if you two broke up. Today. Once it actually happens, the fantasy actually turns into reality. He becomes extremely promiscuous, turning his pain into sexual gain. Some twisted way of him getting back at you by sleeping with a whole bunch of women. And that's the third thing bitter men do after a breakup. His number four. He will sabotage your ride. Sugar in a gas tank. Slash tires. Hoses cut. Battery tampered with. Unlike women, men don't usually harm the exterior of their ex's car. They harm something worse. Underneath that hood. When your car doesn't start that next morning, don't assume it's something standard. That cat has been lurking because he thinks you're running to the next man in his mind. And that's the fourth thing that bitter men do after a breakup. On the other side, I will try to, I'll get through it. We'll finish this thing up. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about.
1: Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Breaking news,
0: which I cannot believe that we got to get off this mic right now. Former Minnesota police officer, Kim Potter, sentenced to two years in Dante Wright's manslaughter. Two. Man. Y'all better be glad I'm going on vacation. Y'all better, oh my God. America, welcome to America. Let me finish out this seven series. All right, uh, seven things bitter men do right after a breakup. Uh, number one is he stalks you. Number two is he tries to turn your kids against you. Number three, he sleeps with anything that moves. Number four is he sabotages your ride. Here's number five, he'll fight the new guy. If you have quickly moved on to a new boyfriend, you better warn him because there's some violence coming. It's inevitable. Sorry, jealous and entitled men will pull up on sight and try to fight any man that you were with. And if a new man is with you and his kids too, oh Lord, nuclear fire, anger, be careful. Here's number six. He threatens to take his own life. If he can't have you, if he can't live with his kids, he will try to force you to care about him. Problem is, he's too arrogant and narcissistic to take his own life. But it won't stop him from threatening to do so. He wants your sympathy is what he wants. He wants you to feel his pain and give in because that's what you've been doing for years. But you need to stay strong, okay? And here's number seven. Easily the most important on the list, okay? He threatens to kill you. If I see you with another man, I'll kill you. If my kids ever call another man daddy, I'll kill you. I'll say it again. I've said it multiple times on this broadcast so far. Get the courts involved if you feel that you need to. Custody paperwork and a restraining order. He's likely bluffing, but you can't take that chance. Protect yourself, but most of all, protect them babies. History has shown us that a parent will do the unthinkable in times of desperation. Never assume, take precaution, stay prayed up, and you can do this. But never assume. But that's just me. I. Two years. For taking Dante Wright's life. I just can't believe it. Two. It's. I mean. There is no value for our lives in this country. Have you noticed that? No value. But you know what? We got to start valuing ourselves. As well. We can do both at the same time. But we also got to value ourselves. So, I don't know. I'm off for vacation. Shoot. But uh, I will be back a week from Monday. All right. So, uh, good luck. uh, God bless. Gone. The TL Hughley Afternoon Show is up next. In the meantime, and in between time, keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Y'all be good. You heard? Too
2: much stuff on my heart
1: right now, man.